Tony, Brian. <laughs> I don't know what the the dosage is. You're just gonna have to like you know wait till you get home before you eat it. I know. I was gonna eat it now and then just see what happened. But if you didn't measure it, <laughs> well, I measured it and that. That's the information that I can provide you with, but yeah. I can't. Yeah, how do you measure it? Is it like a, is there a test? I don't know. How do they measure? I don't know how they measure. Okay. They just tell me. So it's not these, it's this one? Yeah. <laughs> that is part of the joke of this room. The really fancy mic setup doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? They don't know yet. Oh, okay. But, um... The one, the guy in the middle works really well. So I need this. Um, what do you, you. do? You, is idea. there any sponsors for this? Do I need yes. who? Um, our one indoor karting. Mm-hmm. Graysale Brewery. And Trinity Beer Garden. Do I need to say anything else about them? No. So I don't need to that's say, like, R1 indoor karting in Lincoln or anything specific like that. You can if you want to. You're allowed to. Oh, uh, yeah, but no, yeah. But They're, they're but just expecting their names to be dropped, and then we put it in the notes. Okay. The links and, stuff. and then for Motif, do I say anything besides Motif or MotifRI.org or what? Uh, it's not a bad idea to say you can find, find, find this podcast at MotifRI.org, uh, except for .com. So Dot com. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you freaking nonprofit person. <laughs> God. Um, I also have. All right. Cool. They, they're not enhanced in any way, but Just my regular. last stop before this was at Butterbang Croissants. Butterbang he had Croissants. Extras, so he said, "Take these to your your people." Oh my God. Croissants. Look at, look at that they bag. Big ass croissants. I can't eat them. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was yeah. not expecting the Willy Wonka croissants. I'll grab plate. Do you, if you want any, I feel like I should grab a paper plate. Oh, no, I'm not going to have I'm it. Not it's way too sticky, either. yeah. Okay. okay. We're going to be talking. And what do you well, need want to cover mind, huh? in this conversation? Do you want to plug the podcast? Yeah. Or, okay, so is that the only thing you want to promote? Uh, we're funny podcast. Your music sucks. What's your music sucks? It's a web series, Craig at Gas and Me Too, where we compare each other's music. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, is it a podcast? Oh, no, it's a web series. It's a podcast too. Okay. Anything else? That's really Okay. Um, I know you pretty well, so we're just going to have a chill conversation for like 30 to 45 minutes. All right. And then I'm going to set a timer so I can see how long we've been talking. Okay. All right. So how are you, Mike? Are you ready? <coughs> this says ready. mute. Is that bad? That it says mute? <laughs> it's, it's bad. If it's, if it's blinking red, it becomes bad. All right. Is it distracting you? Yeah, you guys can swear. But look at it. Yeah, Tell me that wouldn't fuck with you. Yeah, Dallas, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, once we start, don't play with the mic, because every little touch will make it go. No, you don't want it to vibrate on the table. <laughs> uh, and um, my name for this show is Jade, just so you know. It's an anagram for my name, Jax Adele, but whenever I do motif stuff, I do Jade Axel. 
I'm worried just, I'm gonna stalk this. No, I'm not worried he's gonna stalk me. I'm worried <laughs> other people. Alright. So Jade. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can make fun of my name if you want. I don't care. Um, super confusing is we have another Jade. Yeah, there's another Jade on the team who came in after me. She came in after so you. So why? But her so she real should get to Jade. change her name. That's like she should crazy. get. Yeah, she. Yeah, she should have like yeah. But she likes her name. Jade? Yeah, she's sort of born with it. <laughs> mine's, Fuck her. mine's not born with. Mine was chosen because I got scared because of my job. But. Um, and so I, I'm just gonna ride the vet levels as far as the listeners know. Okay. I'm not even gonna be here. Uh, Brian, thanks a lot for kicking this off. Oh, no us. problem. This is, this is the first one. This is, we did one, but it was, uh, it was on the phone with, uh, Lewis Black. Uh, so it was, it's kind of different from what we're really trying to do with this show. So yeah, you're technically, you're the first second one. with me. All right. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty much going to shut up, but we also edit this later. So if we really like fuck up and say things that we can't say. Uh, I can cut that out. Oh, yeah. Do I need to censor myself or anything like that? You can swear. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to censor yourself. I mean, if you do... Do I have to mention where we're located right now? No. Are they not a sponsor? They're not a sponsor. Okay. They they, they know where you are. They won't... Yeah, I know. They won't say no to a little mention, but that's not part of it. Yeah, okay. Just checking. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Hello, I'm Jade Axel, and this is Look Who's Laughing, Motif Magazine's comedy podcast. And I am excited for today. It is 4.20, and my guest is none other than Rhode Island's biggest comedian, Brian Bowden, and one of my favorites. Hi, thank you. Pleasure to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I am so happy to have you on this holiday. Uh, How have you been enjoying yourself so far? I played a lot of video games. Uh, and then I just packed. I'm going away. I'm leaving to go to Jacksonville for the weekend. Oh, so yeah. so it was really kind of low-key. Yeah, you have a show down there, don't you, with your podcast crew. Yeah, Wicked Funny Podcast. Yeah. Fishbowl and Duval. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I did send it down, uh, to a family member down in Jacksonville. and was like, you should go check out this show because I can't be there. Oh, they should totally come. Yes, they, they should. <laughs> and uh, hopefully this time uh, Frank will do his job. And remember the mics? No, he doesn't have to do anything. This he's just showing up. He's That's just he showing up. Do. Okay. Um, I was listening to a, one of your episodes recently, and it was alive in Connecticut somewhere. Yeah, and, and it, like that's the thing. I work with but the whole podcast is ADHD, <laughs> and like the conversations we have about ADHD are also infected with ADHD. But we also all really, really have ADHD, and Frank's symptoms is uh, not doing anything for the podcast that's his thing he can't he just oh it never gets around to he's a procrastinator and uh and it shows all the time like his one job for that show was to bring a microphone bring a microphone and a cord and he said i'll do it and then the day came and he goes i don't have i i don't have a microphone or a cord yeah but you guys have such a great rapport with each other that it becomes funny for the audience who is now like interactive in your in your show i don't know do you want all your shows to be interactive yeah that where where the audience is like heckling and yelling things out no i mean not not in that sense like heckling oh i should probably turn that (laughs) off huh your phone's (laughs) (laughs) that's actually frank's mexican wife (laughs) 
texting me because he can't give her information that he has for a trip that we're all going on tomorrow. So, that is the text that I got right now. So you're the Swear one passing on the information to a girlfriend or a wife. Yes. <laughs> information that I already gave to the husband. <laughs> well, you guys are... I hate him. <laughs> well, you continue to work with him. I know. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you also have Katie there. It's a good balance. <laughs> Katie, all right, so Katie, uh, Katie is my one of my best friends in the whole world. She was on the podcast for about 100 episodes, and uh, she has bloomed in, into this comedic beast that she she's really busy. She, she just took a step back from the podcast, so she's, gonna, she's still going to come on every once in a while, but it was getting to be too much for her, and, uh, and so she's taking a step back, which is great because it, it allows Frank and me to just open up the doors and do some other fun stuff. Yeah. That we want to do. So. Yeah, stuff you wouldn't do in mixed company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so everyone, if you didn't know, uh, Brian has a podcast called The Wicked Funny Podcast, and you also have another uh, podcast called Your Music Sucks yeah, Podcast. Yeah, Your Music Sucks with Craig Gass, who's on the Howard Stern Show, He Ate Miranda's Pussy and Sex in the City, and uh, he loves heavy metal music. I love jam bands and hip-hop. And me and him are best friends, and music is the one thing we don't see eye to eye on. So every week, we send each other a song and make each other listen to each other's music, and then we break it down and make fun of each other. And we learn. That's cool. <laughs> we learn a lot. I've learned that a lot of my music is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get it from other people telling you? No, like I always kind of <laughs> knew, but then when somebody's looking at you in the face explaining the music, it's like, you know what? He, you're absolutely right. That is a very dumb song, but I still like it. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what music is. It's personal to each person, and they can like what they want to like. Yeah, so. and everybody else can go fuck themselves if they don't agree with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you can diversify and like new stuff, too. It's an ever-revolving door. I believe uh, Motif also has a music podcast. Um, all of Motif's podcasts are available at motifri.com, and this podcast specifically is sponsored by R1 Indoor Carding, Graysale Brewery, and Trinity Beer Garden. So we want to thank our sponsors uh, for uh, being our sponsors. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this. Uh, it's not the first of the podcast, but it is definitely the first with uh, me, Jade Axel, as your host. And um, like I said before, we're with Brian Bowden, and I want to talk a little bit more about you now that we've discussed your podcast. Mm -hmm. And I know you're a Coventry boy, correct? Mm -hmm. And you are also a wrestler, yeah, I well, I was a wrestler. You make it sound like I still do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 you have the look, you know, and yeah, I know no, you like wrestling. No, so. in, hi, in high school, I was a, I was a, I was a, I was a wrestler <laughs> in middle school and high school. I wrestled all through middle school and high school. Yeah, but Coventry was always like this big, huge, dominating force in wrestling, and so uh, until you came, until I came, <laughs> yeah, I was on the team that ended an eighteen-year streak. <laughs> that was an 18 year and that streak. is how you remember and I think we lost by like two points and I lost my first match of the tournament so it's like I feel like if I just won that match Coventry would be like we would have had another year to go uh I'm not saying I blame myself. It's a team effort. We lost as a team. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the year the year before we lost, 98, that was the team to be on. We were, we were a 
New England champions that year. That was great. We, we, you know, we're in the Hall of Fame. We're in the Rhode Island Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm a Hall of Fame wrestler on a team that fucking lost. I, I believe it. I believe it. And, and, and you could still wrestle if you wanted to. No, you know? I cannot. Why yeah. would you say do because, what? Because because you need uh you you need a person who talks and like I'm talking about like WWE style wrestling. I did that. You did that. I did. But that, that wasn't in high school. No. Oh, okay. That was. I was later. A, well. No, I played. Uh, my buddy Ryan up in Maine started a wrestling promotion, uh-huh. and he invited me up to go be like the manager of one of the wrestlers. Oh yeah, so you're a manager. Yeah, so I was a manager. So I showed up, uh-huh. and uh, I just had to talk shit to this guy, and it was beautiful. It was great. And it's what you're good at. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the reason I bring that up, whether you were a wrestler in high school is because I are were you popular in high school? Is that where your comedy started? Was there talent shows? When did comedy come into your life? Uh, I mean. Probably sixth grade, because I started staying home from school and watching comedy specials. Okay. And I remember being in elementary school, and then I would watch Santa Spotlight with Bobby Collins. And then all through elementary school and middle school, mm-hmm. I dealt with bullies through comedy. I would just take the jokes that I heard and just flip them around and throw them on the bully. And then by the time I got to high school, I uh, I became really popular. I guess like I was accepted. Like nobody wanted to fuck with me. I was on the sports teams. I really thrived in high school. I wish I could go back. A lot of people don't want to go back to high school. I wish I could go back. I feel that's where I peaked. <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I think you're doing really great now with your diversifying in these podcasts. And I know you also do fundraisers, comedy shows, um, just comedy shows that you're doing everywhere. And you were in Vegas recently, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't think you've peaked yet, but, you know, so... so six- no, if I can go back to high school and do it all over again, that'd be dope. It would That'd be, be dope. dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. What year would it be? Would it be the year that you were in high school or would it be present day high school? Uh, pre- I, it doesn't matter. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'd run high school no matter where I I just I would own shit. <laughs> Again. <laughs> well, high school's a lot different now. Did you have a cell phone in high school? No, I had a pager in high school. Yeah, yeah, I had a pager. Yeah. Too. But now they all have cell phones. They all have cell phones. It's so weird. TikToks. TikTok is the devil. I don't know if you guys yeah, knew that. That's I a agree. fact. I agree. I agree. TikTok is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of mankind. Yeah. It's right up there. It is. It's right up there. Yeah. So, okay. So you're popular in high school. Mm-hmm. When do you step foot on a stage? 99. How old were you at that point? I was like 17, 18. Oh, okay. So you're still in yeah. high school. Yeah. Yeah, I was still all in right. high school. I just did an open mic. And that was the first time I stepped on stage. And then uh, I did it a couple more times, but then when I graduated that summer is when I really started. So, so you've been doing this since high school. Yeah, with like a, it was like a four year gap where I quit. Yeah. Why did you quit? Because I was doing drugs and drinking alcohol, and I was going through like this really rough time. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And uh, that's all. That's when I eventually got diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. But that was basically the crux of it, like all the symptoms adding all up. Yeah. So you're a comedian and I kind of like to think of comedians as more than like more like philosoph- they're philosophers uh-huh. to a certain degree of they're the they're the philosophers of our time. That's totally me. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> I think you do a lot when it comes to awareness of ADHD and even pop culture and like fatherhood and all the different things that you oh, IBS even. Like, you know, there's there's people struggling with a lot of different things and depression is like a big thing in 
even the comedy community that like and alcoholism and like you talk mm -hmm. about all these things and I think it's important to bring lev levity to the situations. Do you ever see yourself as an advocate for what you do? Uh, no, 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 just no. accidentally. Yeah, I guess I just kind of fell into it. Yeah. It'd be nice to be the voice of ADHD. <laughs> I mean, have they? Ha do they have one? Is there somewhere we could submit a tape? No, I don't think they do. Yeah. I, I mean, they... uh, maybe we need to talk to some organizations, see if you could do a fundraiser for them. Totally, you know? right? And you could be the voice of ADHD. I think I should be the voice of ADHD. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a crazy thing. It's a, Yeah, but that's a lot of families struggle with it. You know, yeah. multiple people in a family, or if you're the only one in that family. Yeah, but that's what's great about... The, the podcast is like mm -hmm. if you listen to the first episode of the Wicked Funny Podcast, it is so different than the last episode because the three of us have shown so much growth, mm -hmm. like in figuring out ADHD, how to deal with it. I've had mental breakdowns on the podcast. I flipped out and yelled at Frank, and I'm, I'm going to do it again. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just easy. You know, but like, uh, but, like, you take all that and you, you listen to this evolve, and then there's one episode where Katie and me just have this real talk, this real conversation about what's bothering her with the podcast, what's bothering me with her and all this stuff. And, and like, a year ago, it wouldn't have been the same conversation. But because we went through this process of learning about ourselves, that's what, that's what happened. And it, was, and it turned out to be great for everybody. Yeah. I remember the earlier episodes, and, and I mean, we've known each other for like seven years now, yeah. so it, it, I've seen a growth in you and Katie and Frank um, as it's been going on, and it's really commendable. That's why I think you are an advocate, whether you realize it or not, in addition to being a very funny person, you know. Well, so. thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, well, I'm glad you're on our podcast, too, because... Uh, it, 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 I knew if we started, we wanted to start with someone who's been in the game for as long as you, I'm as in you, the game. It, I'm you a have. I'm a legend in the game. A legend in the game. Jade in Rhode Island, in the Ocean State. So let's talk about that because you are. You're, so you're from Coventry, and you've been performing all over, over Rhode Island. Not just all over Rhode Island, but you've gone out beyond the Rhode Island borders that yeah. nobody wants to travel past. Yeah. You know, and you've you've gone and you've come back, and you still live here. I've never left here. You know, <laughs> I've never left. You know, I mean, the thing about local comedy is eventually uh, you become a big fish in a small pond, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and and it, everybody reaches a point where they either move away, quit, whatever. Uh, I don't know. That that just never happened to me. I just found a way to make it work here. And it's like if I had moved away, my career would be completely different than it is now. Yeah. You know, and I've had like, well-known comedians, like, have real honest talks to me about, like, why I should be in the city and what would happen if I was in the city and where they would get me in. Like, like real, well-known, top-notch comics. And, uh, you know, and that's a compliment to hear that, but, you know, that just wasn't my path. Yeah. So... So yeah, I like I like being the big fish in the small pond, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know. So looking at like 20 some odd years of Providence comedy, have you what ebbs and flows and changes or trends have you noticed occurring? Cuz I mean, I've again, I've only been in this area for like 7 years, so I I'm interested in hearing more. I don't know. There's like there's so much to there's like an underground world of comedy that people don't know about. <laughs> in yeah. Rhode Island it's yeah it's like it's like uh 
it's it's weird. It's weird in a way. Like, there's different trends that happen where it's like, I think it. You know what? There's no trends. It's just the same type of people that show up in other people. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's like the comedian that shows up, and he's gonna be like, "I'm gonna take over Rhode Island comedy. I'm gonna be the best comic in Rhode Island. I'm gonna be awesome." And then three months later, you've never heard from those people again. Like mm-hmm. you will never hear from that person again. And that person shows up like once every three years, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's a different person every single time, you know. And then you have like comedians that do it for a hobby, and then comedians that want to make a career out of it. It's such a hodgepodge of people, <laughs> <laughs> all doing comedy. It's mm-hmm. a, it's. It's amazing. But I like that. I like watching I like watching the growth of a comedian. I like watching a comedian go on stage for the first time and then seeing where they end up in comedy. Yeah. You know, I love doing that. So you've also been a teacher of comedy in Rhode Island. I did. I taught this lady named Jade one time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you were my teacher. (laughs) That's why this conversation is so easy. Um, But... Aside from me, having made it big time with Motif Magazine and this podcast, uh, who is your, your next most uh, famous student? I don't, I don't have famous students. You don't, you don't have any former, uh, any graduates? No, no, like, it's, well, that's the thing. Like, people make of it what they want. Like, mm-hmm. I had somebody that just took the class and, uh, like, a couple older ladies, and it's like, they just love getting up once a month to do mm-hmm. comedy. They love it. It's great. And they have just as much fun doing it as, um, like, Rui Montilla, who took the class oh, eight yeah. years ago, moved to San Diego, and is making a name for himself out there. Yep. Uh, he, like, Rui, I watched Rui go from never telling a joke, like, he's featuring now, and it's great yeah. to see. Um. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, but a lot of like a lot of the times, a lot of the times, a class is like a bucket list thing where somebody just wants to try comedy, get on stage, and then from there, it's just you know, it's like where did they take it? And Rhode Island, there's only so many places you can go for comedy, and then there's and then there's outside of Rhode Island and and Providence uh, to expand upon. So okay, so where's the craziest place that comedy has taken you in the world? Uh, Hawaii was Hawaii? pretty dope. That was good. Went there for Craig Gass's birthday, and then we did some shows out there. That was cool. Actually, you know what? Craig Gass has been like the <laughs> he's been like my uh, my make a wish person. <laughs> like every time I have a story about like, oh, where's the coolest place you perform? It's like, well, one time Craig and me went to Miami, and we got to meet Dan Marino a couple times. A couple times. Uh, we did the. Chris Jericho, Rock and Wrestling Rager oh, at yeah. Sea. Like, that that's crazy. Imagine being on a boat with 3,000 wrestling fans. That sounds crazy, like a dream. Crazy, crazy <laughs> wrestling fans. Nutso wrestling fans. There was a guy that dressed up like, like uh, Scooby-Doo every day. Every day he was on a cruise ship dressed like Scooby-Doo. A full, sweating Scooby-Doo <laughs> in the Bahamas because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> and people loved it. Yeah. <laughs> And I bet he's in everyone's pictures. Yeah, it, <laughs> everybody's in everybody's <laughs> pictures on that boat. Yeah. Uh, that that was probably pretty crazy. But I mean, I don't know. Like nothing really sticks out. I think it just kind of all falls under like, oh, VFWs are a thing, and then you know, like uh, you know, comedy clubs are a thing. But mm-hmm. no, nothing too too crazy, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's think. So. You're doing comedy. You're in Rhode Island. Um, is Mango Nation still still going strong? You know what? That's ADHD in a nutshell. <laughs> like, I'll go through a phase of like a year 
Everybody that follows me, I'll call them Mango Nation because I call people Mango. And then that'll fall away for a little bit. And then it'll come back and go away. So I is it still a thing? I guess. To your, <laughs> to your fans, possibly. To my fans, the ones that know what Mango Nation is. <laughs> and then I have fans that are here that are like, what the fuck is Mango Nation? Why has he never said this before? <laughs> you have to go back. Yeah, like I have to go back and like do this whole Mango Nation there's, thing. There's a catalog, <laughs> uh, you know. Um, so, so is the entire uh, Wicked Funny podcast available on Spotify? We got Spotify iTunes, iHeartRadio. Like all of them. There's no like it, where it stops and you can only listen no, to all someone. Of them. And all how of many them. episodes are you up to now? Uh, 198. 198. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, yeah. that's, it's been going a while. Yeah. So, okay, so you don't have famous students. Um, what about any um, other comedians who have like looked up to you that you've taken under your wing and, uh, you know, I should be aware of. So with this podcast, I should uh, reach out to them. You know what? Like I, if you, do you, do you recommend a, people ever? Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't recommend anybody, nobody gets recommended. I can't play favorites. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I give people honest opinions yeah, of people, yeah. you know. And, uh, and I'm just looking to start stuff by yeah. finding who your favorite uh, is. But, but no, you know what it is? I've, uh, I'm also the talent coordinator at the Comedy Connection now. Oh, wow. So I try to keep everything in comedy black and white, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so it's like, I re- like, I don't play favorites because it's just, if you start doing that, then you're playing favorites. Right, you know? exactly. Well, so, that's... That's very ethical of you. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're you're great, Brian. I I yeah. really think we should connect. But if you're like, oh, what do you think of this comedian? I'd be like, oh, they do X, Y, Z, <laughs> and I and I don't like this, that, and this. And then so one I time they did this. So I gotta come to you with specific yeah. names. Yeah. And call people out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna go through a list. You can go through a whole no. list. That'll be the next episode. You want a good That's episode? The next time you, you want call. downloads? Just give Brian a list yeah, of comedians yeah, we'll and do, say, "What do you we'll think do of this guy?" Yeah. <laughs> if, if you like this podcast, please share it with everyone you know, and we will have Brian back, and Brian will divulge. No, but there are a lot of. Fun. I also want to say there are a lot of funny. I don't want to make it sound like everybody sucks. <laughs> It's just funnier to say people suck. Like, it's not funny if I sit here and be like, oh, I like this person. They're so funny. No, that's not funny. It's funny when I say they suck. <laughs> so, um, if someone's starting out in comedy, what is your advice to them? Let's do this. Uh, email me at brian at ricomedyconnection.com. <laughs> that's, that's number your one. advice? That's your advice. And number say, one, hey, yeah. I'm, I want to do comedy in, in Rhode Island. Yeah, and just say, I want to do comedy in Rhode Island, and I will hook you up. <laughs> uh, because a lot of times people will try to do what they think comedy is, mm-hmm. and it, it and it's like a train wreck, <laughs> and it's a train wreck. What is comedy not? Uh, you know, like like I've seen people show up in like gorilla costumes, and they're like, I want to do my whole set as a gorilla, and it's like. We're not going to do that today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. that is not—that is not what we're doing. You're like you said, you've never done comedy before. And now, the first time you want to go up as a gorilla. Like if I showed up in a gorilla costume and said I'm going to go up as a gorilla, the club would be like, "Why the fuck are you going to do that?" But they would let me do that because because you, I've yeah. proven myself that if I want to do that, I can fucking show up as a gorilla costume and do jokes, yeah. and they'll be—they'll all be bananas. <laughs> It'll be it'll be great. 
time you see Brian, he's wearing yeah. a gorilla costume, yeah. <laughs> doing banana jokes. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. The money's there, I'll do it. Yeah, so that's not that's not comedy when you're um, starting out. Yeah, but no, like set realistic goals. That's another thing. If you do, if, like, that's another thing. If you start out in comedy, why are you starting? Why would you want to do comedy? You're doing it for a bucket list thing. That's one thing. If you're doing it to actually want to be a comedian, number one, no that it's going to take about two, three years for anybody knows your fucking name, you know, in terms of, like, somebody to put on a show, mm -hmm. you know. And it's a long game. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And a lot of people come in thinking it's a sprint, and they get chewed up and spit out because they, they're just not... It's not that they're not ready. They just think it's a different thing than what it is, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's a slow process, so get ready for it. Mm -hmm. But if you just want to perform one time, you know, you can do that, too, and I'll hook you up. Yeah. What about if you're female and in comedy? What advice do you have? I don't know. Stay away from all female shows. I don't like those. Because <laughs> they won't let you on? No, you know why? Because I look at female comedians as comedians. I hold mm -hmm. everybody to the same standard. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't, I don't know, I don't feel the need to say, like, I always have a female opener, but... Katie has been my feature. Christine Blinn is my feature. I get my Manny to feel like I I love female comedians, um, but I, I that's the thing. I treat them as comedians, so I don't I when they say like they get treated differently, I don't see it because I'm not around it. You yeah, know, you're not the one doing. I'm not it. the one it's, doing. It's it. happening at other clubs. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it so yeah, like I just treat comedians like fucking comedians. Yeah. That's it. So 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 check out Brian's shows. If yeah. you're a comedian and be weary of other shows. Yeah, like I've booked all female yeah. shows and just booked it as a show. And I didn't feel like... tell anyone that all the comedians happen to be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like I feel like when you do that, you're giving yourself a gimmick. Right. You know, you become, you know, a female comedian, not a comedian. Right. You know? Or comedian. -y. Or comedian. -y, you know? <laughs> That's a horrible word. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Um, so that's for someone starting out. And then uh, what about you? Who are your idols? Who did you look up to or still look up to? Uh, Bobby Collins. I like him. Mm -hmm. But really, I don't, I don't watch any comedy. You don't? I don't watch any comedy. You're None. just making comedy. I'm just making comedy. I don't watch any. I am the worst comedy watcher ever. Because so I... I see the jokes coming. Yeah. It's not fun for me. No. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's nice if I know somebody that has a special coming out, I might check it out, but yeah, for the most part, I'm not watching comedy, mm -hmm. you know? So what are you watching? I'm watching The Lost, The Last Kingdom. Is it The Last Kingdom with Uden von Utrecht? You know I what I'm talking know. about? Yeah, Last Kingdom. Oh, yeah. That's a dope-ass yeah, show. show yeah. yeah, see? Look, Mike, you talk. What, what, <laughs> what, what, Mike what, talk. what platform is it? It's on... What platform is <laughs> it? should be on the highest fucking platform there is, Jazz. <laughs> jazz! I called you Jazz! Like the fucking Transformer! <laughs> All right, Optimus J. Yeah. I don't like answering questions where I have to give opinions. I like answering questions where you can say, Brian, what's this show about? And then for the next two minutes, I can just get excited about dumb shit. <laughs> Do 
people snort and laugh funny at your shows? Yeah. And they do you do. make fun of them I when don't. it happens? You I don't. don't? No. You don't. No, because if you make fun of somebody snorting, look, if somebody's they laughing pinch their nose. Yeah, no, if somebody's laughing so hard that they snort, yeah. right? It means they laughed so hard that they snorted. And then when people bring that up, now the person that snorted is gonna think about not snorting next time they need to snort. So now they're gonna dunk, they're gonna they're gonna die down their their laugh so that they don't snort. I say come to my show, snort all over everybody. <laughs> my show's a snorting good time. <laughs> Best compliment I ever got in comedy was uh, this guy Tommy. He's my manager now. Mm-hmm. He uh, he said watching he put it on Facebook. He's like watching Brian Bowden tell jokes at my club with the sound off is like watching people underneath a ship in a in a storm at sea. <laughs> Because they're rocking. Because they're rocking, right? And it's like all at once, everybody's moving, yeah. right? And it's like that is the fucking dopest shit anybody's ever said about me. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a laugh that ripples through your body and yeah. flails you. Yeah, you know how many of them were snorting? All of them, because they had the plague. Because we were on a boat. <laughs> Actually, that's the fucking show. That's the show. The show that you said was the weirdest place you ever did. Fucking Erie Canal River Cruises. That is the show. I showed up to this place as a venue hall, right? I show up. Number one, I had to ride two hours in this car with this comedian named Will Hughes. He's from Saratoga, and he knows everything, everything about the Erie Canal. (laughs) And I found that out when he drove me an hour and a half to the Erie River Canal Cruise. Will Hughes told me everything about the Erie Canal. He told me how much water per per second. He told me how many years it took to get built. He told me what they do on the canal. I forgot everything he said, but for an hour and a half, he talked about it. And then by the time I got there, I just wanted to pee. And I go, hey, I'm just going to go pee before the show. And I went pee, and then I'm sitting inside the building. And the lady comes in, and she goes... She goes, oh, you're in here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just waiting for the show. She goes, oh, the show isn't here. It's going to be on the boat. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you have a function hall? We're doing the show on a boat? She goes, yeah. You're going to go out, cruise around for about a half hour. Then you guys are going to do the cruise. And then it's about a half hour, 45 minutes of sailing. And I'm like, sailing? What if, what if, what if I bomb on this boat? Like, I'm going to have to sit with these people. I'm stuck on this boat. And it's like, if I'm doing a show for a bunch of people that are going to take an Erie Canal River cruise, they're probably some uppity motherfuckers that aren't going to like weed and dick jokes. So I was kind of, I was, I was kind of stressed going into it, but it turned out to be a great show. Not only were they on board with dick and fucking weed jokes, but I had them mooning the sides of the canal when people were fishing. They were, had, they were, like, they were all standing up, these dudes would stand up like, like, hey, we got fishermen on the right. And they're like, right side. And they'd all shimmy to the right side of the boat, moon everybody. That's it was hilarious. great. Yeah, and then I got to drive the boat. So what turned out to be what I thought was going to be a clusterfuck of a shit show turned out to be probably the coolest thing. <laughs> that I, And that's ADHD, where, like, the coolest thing, I don't even fucking remember it. It, it was the Erie Canal show. It was the Erie Canal Not River Hawaii. Cruising. Not Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii was fucking dope. Yeah. I mean, if you could turn me into a place, it would be Maui, Hawaii. Yeah. For sure. You saw dolphins, right? Yeah. I saw whales fucking each other. <laughs> It was whale season down there, and, and it's in February. That's where all the whales go, and yeah. they fuck, and then they go back north. And uh, so and you're, like, you're just driving along the coast, and all of a sudden you just see a whale come out of the water. And How do you know they're fucking? Because I, <laughs> I heard them slapping each other. <laughs> they were slapping fins. <laughs> just hear them, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, one of them was like, oh, cool, <laughs> 
gosh. Yeah. yeah that's, that must have been amazing. Yeah, I have awesome. not been to Hawaii, but I have seen whales up close, and that is ridiculous. So I can't imagine them fucking because they were moving, swimming slowly below our boat, and that was enough to it handle. Was crazy. Yeah. Mm. That was up in Maine. Different, different, probably whales. Different whales. <laughs> yeah. Those whales are on meth. <laughs> <laughs> They're only they're only fucking because they have to. <laughs> they got nothing else. They got nothing do. else. They're just fucking to get more meth. <laughs> but you cracked out meth whales in Maine. The Maine meth whales, what they call it. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's the meth whale migration. <laughs> you gotta go up in September for that. Oh my goodness. So, uh, like I said, Brian, you are not only a funny man, but you are an advocate for ADHD snorters everywhere and yeah. more, so much more than that. Um, I truly appreciate having you on the show today, and thank you for coming in. Um, if you want to catch Brian, you can catch him, again, on his podcast, The Wicked Funny Podcast and Your Music Sucks Podcast, as well as probably at the Comedy Connection and at various places around New England. The world. The world. <laughs> I mean, Motif is international. Anybody could listen to the, this podcast. Um, and Look Who's Laughing is sponsored by R1 Indoor Carding, Graysale Brewery, and Trinity Beer Garden. So thank you again to them. My name is Jada Axel, and I am so thankful that Brian came on the show. Happy 420. I called you Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done recording? I don't want to say stuff like, are you done? No, I'm still Press recording. stop, press stop. But you might say something funny. No! <laughs> I want to be Give everybody what they asked for. The, the connection shows will fucking suck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So do you have, I'm going to guess you have offended people at some point. Like, oh, yeah. how do you How do you deal with that? Like, do you just ignore it? Um, well, like on stage? Yeah, on stage or after. Oh. If uh. No, I now mean... Now it's all there's an after effect oh, through social media, right? No, like, like, uh, <coughs> like I've offended tons of people. I've gotten attacked twice. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've offended people. My most offensive joke is, is, uh, is a trans joke, but it's not even offensive because it's, it's pro-trans. And that's like the one joke people have come up to me and be like, I don't like that joke. And it's like, all right, what didn't you like about it? Right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I just didn't like it. And it's like, all right, well, what part didn't you like? Was <laughs> it the word? Yeah, and, the... and they're, like, they're like, I just didn't like any of it. I go, look, I go, at one point, I started talking about Bruce Jenner and Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. I go, during that time, you said this joke is so offensive, I need to come up to him and tell him it offended me. I go, and now I'm just asking you at what point that happened, mm-hmm. and you don't know. Mm-hmm. And like, I just didn't like it. I go, the problem is, you're so used to hearing negative things and the word trans it's a trigger word that when you hear like a positive thing about it and huh. somebody taking a different approach but talking about it aggressively it comes off as offensive I go mm-hmm. but at the end of the day I go what did I really say that was bad I go I talked about how I jerked off to a dude <laughs> and they're like yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> And I go, and that is more offensive than the joke. <laughs> when I say it like that. 
But even I've heard, like, uh, that lady in whatever town in Connecticut you guys were, and you said something to her, and she got all, oh, because she, she, like, grew up there in the town. You said something about the town, or she was from the town. And oh, then, yeah. And then, like, so, so it be, but it became a running gag, almost, and you were like, because you didn't say it to offend her, you just... Yeah, said, that's the thing. Like, it was just a passing it, thing. It was, it was like, like a when, comment. Yeah. yeah, it was like when Chris Rock said, I'll see you, you know, G.I. Jane 2. It was just a passing joke. It was yeah. done right after I said it, but these people want to make bigger deals out of it. Yeah, but so so you've been attacked twice, but has anyone killed me? No. No. <laughs> I mean, what happened when they attacked you? Uh, One was a lady that. <laughs> Was a lady. Was she bigger than you? <laughs> no, she was a stripper, and I called her a whore, and she's like, "I'm a dancer." And I'm oh. like, "Well, you look like a whore." <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny okay. joke. <laughs> right? But the, yeah, a little slap worthy. Yeah, and then yeah. she came up to me and slapped me and walked away. And I'm just saying, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, <laughs> it's a whore. <laughs> And then the second time was I was doing my this dumb midget joke that I have at the end of my set. The Larry, you've probably heard it if you've seen me. Uh, and this midget dude was just like, he wasn't even like at the show. He was just at the bar. hall, like, like at the bar. Mm-hmm. And he comes in, he's like, why the fuck you say midget? Fuck you. And he just starts running towards the stage. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, and then like I ended up turning into a fun thing. But like, it's just diffusing. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little bit offended. He was a little offended. Yeah. Sorry. You know what it was? I do, uh, I work with special needs kids. Uh-huh. And so I have this training called CPI, which is Crisis Prevention Intervention. And so I just use those techniques against drunk people. Uh-huh. And they don't even know it. Yeah. Cool. They don't even know it. And it's also because you're smart. Yeah. And you seem to be smarter than these people that you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Like if somebody's making fun of me, it's like, I just take it. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and just agree with them because then they don't know what to then do. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, fuck, fuck you. So yeah, man, yeah, yeah, fuck me. I get that. We use that. Yeah. Motif gets offends yeah. people just by existing a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. sure. I would say you are the most positive spot of comedy because there's a lot of depressing comics just trying to get laid out there too. Yeah. And like, like when I was out there, you know. Wait, does it work? What? No, they're just depressed. They're just no, they're, like no, they just like, suck the energy out of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they're because because if you're a female, you know, uh, and you're in their in their presence, it's mm-hmm. like different than. Yeah, it's like throwing a fresh piece of meat into yeah. a pack of hungry fucking lions. Yeah, you know? and then it's like, oh, okay, well, like I'll, I'll dress less nice. Being around nice. women, they're yeah. not used to fucking talking to women. They're not used to having somebody in their social circle. Yeah. <laughs> It's we have a whole talk about that. Just we yeah. could do a whole thing. That could be a like shit. comedy behavior. Yeah. <laughs> like, do's and don'ts. Do's don't and be the don'ts. don't be the creep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. But it works out. Use Frank and his wife are comedians. I know. Frank and wasn't trying to get other. laid. Yeah. You, so. you mentioned Chris Rock. Do you? Do you have a? I, I can record this if you want or not. Um, do you have a take on the slap? <laughs> no. Like it's okay. just it's just like it's silly like. The idea that, like, I've been threatened thousands of times on stage. Thousands of times. People have been like, I'll see you outside. Right? Whether they're kidding or, like, mm-hmm. like or, like, sometimes I'm, or like, le- or like legit, like, oh, I got to fucking wait a little bit before I go out. Mm-hmm. But the idea that there's drunk people at a VFW that have more self-control than Will Smith is frightening. <laughs> yeah. 
That is true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> I think people didn't think he was walking up there to slap. I wish him. he would have gotten arrested. He should have gotten arrested, removed. Yeah. Like shit should have happened. They they shouldn't have given him. Yeah. I thought it was fake. Yeah, that's the thing. Thought was, Nobody I thought, thought it was fake for like three days after it happened. Yeah, for like three days. <laughs> Somebody explained. Yeah, it. and everyone's like, Dude, "Yeah, but did you see how serious Will Smith was? He was yelling. I was like, Will Smith, Academy Award nominated <laughs> actor <laughs> Will Smith was convincing when he was fucking yelling. <laughs> the guy, and it wasn't even like, and the guy that would then five minutes later win the fucking award. That guy is fucking good at yelling at people. He's convincing when he's yelling. Yes, absolutely. 100%. So wait, what, could it have been real? Was it real, or was it absolutely fake? It's real. I, I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> it's real, but I cannot it's wrap my head around thing. it. It's the stupidest thing. I can't wrap my head around Will Smith punching Chris Rock in the face and then sitting back down and swearing at it. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Especially for such a bad joke. Like yeah. G.I. Jane, uh, Demi Moore and G.I. Jane was like a good movie. It wasn't even like offensive other than well, her head was shaved. That's like another thing. Years ago. It just meant her hair was <clears throat> short. That's all that meant. Look, if you watch that clip, Will Smith laughed first, right? Mm-hmm. Laughter is a reaction. Nobody makes themselves laugh. Maybe right? he got in trouble then he for laughing. His wife that's exactly not it. Yeah. So it's like then, so he, so not only what is this fucking Jada Peak in mind control? If it is. Whatever. He <laughs> stopped laughing and made a conscious decision to walk on that stage. That's the scary the part. Yeah. He made a decision to walk on that stage because his reaction was to laugh. His reaction yeah. wasn't to get up and punch Chris Rock. Yeah. I think he was trying to get out of the doghouse that he'd immediately jumped into. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah but then he got back like into it. sounds like not a good house to want to be in. Yeah. 